Hello, and thank you for being here. This is the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast, and I am your host, Michelle Burkhardt. Hey, I never take it lightly when people choose to spend time with me, so I thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whether you're driving or doing chores or listening on your lunch break, I hope that you enjoy this episode, that it adds value to you, and of course, that it makes you think. So grab some paper and a pen because you're going to want to take some notes. Hello. So today we are talking about purpose, vision, and goals. So all week this week, I have been preparing for the first video um, in our Life on Purpose series, um, which of course is on purpose, vision, and goals. Um, and just a side note, if you want um, an understanding or a description of purpose, vision, and goals, if you are on Facebook, um, go ahead and search for the Grow by One Choice Facebook group. So that's Grow by and the number one and choice. Um, and in that group yesterday, I put, uh, I think it was like seven minutes, uh, a short video that describes the difference between purpose, vision, and goals. So not necessarily going to go into that today, but if you would like to have that video, just ask to join that private Facebook group and I'll, um, I'll accept you in and you can watch that video from yesterday. Okay. All right. So my study this morning, I think because I've just been so aware of this idea of purpose, vision, and goals, I'm seeing it everywhere, right? That's kind of how that works. Um, however, in my, my study this morning, it seemed like everything that I looked at was related to this. So the, the first reading that I did is usually in a, a James Allen book. So he's what I affectionately call one of my old dead guys, right? Um, and so in there, he was really talking about being um, um, what he calls a master builder in the temple of destiny. So he's talked a lot about um, basically being the builder of your life and coming into agreement with your I'll say your higher power, however you, you want to look at that. Um, so really kind of taking the responsibility for making your life into what you want it to be and not just kind of waiting for life to happen to you. And then in, in my, my second reading this morning in the Course in Miracles, it, the thought that they asked us to really think about was, I can be hurt by nothing but my thoughts. And it really went into um, kind of reminding us that our job every day is to remember who we are, right? So start from this place of I am whole, I am free, right? So, so thinking about all the things that you want to be and focusing on that, remembering that and, and making sure that you're focusing on your purpose in life. Um, not, again, not just waiting for life to happen to you. And then um, I have been reading, uh, I have a book of Neville Goddard's, again, another dead guy, um, <laughs> that it's got many of his works in there. Um, I can't remember which one I'm, I'm reading in now, but he was talking about the idea of um, a prayer of faith is claiming, not begging. 
So when you are, you know, sending out a prayer, or if you're not a, a religious person, when you're, you're thinking of what you want in life, that you are uh, to be in this position of claiming it in faith, not begging for it. Okay. And then he also encouraged us to think about um, changing yourself every day to match your thoughts with the image of who you want to be. Okay. So really thinking through, okay, if you have a prayer for, you know, health, in, instead of sitting and saying, you know, okay, God, give me health, you know, sitting and thinking about what does health mean to me? What does that look like to me? Um, you know, who, who am I going to be if I'm a healthy person, right? Sitting with that image and doing what he calls daily dying or revaluing yourself. So waking up in the morning and saying, okay, um, you know, yesterday is gone. Today is new. What am I going to do today to get me to that vision or image of what I want my, my purpose to be? Okay. So I, I've really been thinking about new goals for myself because anytime I ask a group of people to go through and, and create goals, which is what I did this week, uh, I always do that for myself because I'm a firm believer that you don't ask other people to do something that you wouldn't do for yourself, right? So I've been thinking about my own goals and my current habits, right? So I think that it's really important to be reflective and, and uh just examine and identify the habits that you have in your life. And also, you know, what is, what is the new self concept that I want to have, right? The new self image. And, you know, this idea of habits is, it's really formed by our thinking, right? I mean, think about that. The habits that you have right now, at some point you made the, hopefully conscious, but most likely subconscious, uh, agreement that this habit is going to help me or, you know, it, it was the right thing to do at the time. So for example, um, I know of a, a dear friend of mine, she's really trying to quit smoking, right? So some people would look at that as a bad habit. Um, it's just a habit. I don't care if you label it bad or good. It's maybe not the best habit, right? Um, she used to pat smoke four packs a day. Okay. However, now she's down to, I think, two cigarettes a day. So in her mind, um, she's doing really well, right? But if somebody sees her smoking, they're going to judge her. So habits are, are really important to identify, you know, what's your relationship to the habit been in the past and what do you want it to be in the future? So I know, um, because she and I have talked, that every time she goes and she starts smoking, um, she says the first cigarette a day, she thinks about all the things that she's grateful for in her life. And the second thing that she does is she thinks about um, what her life is going to be like when she's not smoking. So she's trained her, her brain that even during these quote unquote bad habits that she's able to do something that's positive, that's getting her to her goals. Okay. Um, she says that she's been doing this uh, since we first started um, talking about this idea. Uh, and I believe it was about six months ago that she was smoking those four packs a day. So she feels really good about where she's gotten in this process that she's now only smoking two. Okay. 
So you can, you know, examine your habits and then you can trace your thinking back to say, where did this habit come from? So in her instance, it was something that she did when she was very young. You know, it was a peer pressure and, you know, she got into it and it just kind of increased as her life went on. But she now realizes that she has control over all of her habits. So now she's doing something about it. Okay. So just because you have a habit doesn't mean you have to have it. I, so I, I love this poem by Douglas Malak, um, and I'm going to read it. And the title is Habits, okay? Um, it's a little bit in kind of some old English, so just listen closely. And if you need to and you want to come back to this, um, it's at the seven and a half minute mark, so you can come back and listen again, okay? It says, I saw a stream among the hills where any man might step across. I saw it where the veil it fills, where angry billows leap and toss. And then I whispered, I suppose that so it is, a habit grows. Remember always, will you, son, a habit grows as grows a stream? Not suddenly a deed is done. We evil think, we evil dream, before we evil ever evil do. We form our habits, I and you. Oh, let us rightly think and act while down the years we yet may look for age is like a cataract. Any youth is like a running brook. If you are on the evil side, step back before the stream grows wide. So, he, I mean, he's, he's really talking about the development of habits that at some point you have a choice of which way you're going to go with your habit, right? That, um, he's talking about the, the initial forming of habits is often done in our youth. And if we notice that we're going in the wrong path, we can just step back and we can change something. That's, that's great news, right? Cause we can form new habits, but here's the kicker. It's not through our willpower. Okay, but through changing the picture of yourself in your mind. So let me give you an example. All right, let's say um, one of my goals is to, to lose 30 pounds, right? So in, in the next 90 days, I want to lose 30 pounds. So if I choose to focus on this idea of losing 30 pounds, which many people would say is a, a positive thing, right? However, think about how I'm wording that. I want to lose 30 pounds, the way that it is um, uh, conceptualized, so the wording matters, you are losing something. And so anytime you tell yourself that you're losing something, there's a part of us that fights against that because nobody wants to lose anything, right? So the words are negative and what we choose to focus on, we get more of, right? So every day, if I tell myself I'm going to lose 30 pounds, I'm telling myself something negative, right? And also this, this idea of losing 30 pounds just by saying that every day, well, that's just a hope. That's a wish, right? That I, I hope that that happens. Is that a plan? No, it's just a hope. Okay. Now, if I change that a little bit, um, so let's say I, every day I spend time thinking about and imagining what it would be like to uh, release 30 pounds. So if I spent two to three minutes a day thinking about, okay, if I were 30 pounds lighter, what could I do? Um, I could, I could go running, 
right? I would have higher energy. And so I can imagine myself at different events having more energy. I can imagine myself coming home from an event and having energy to be with my kids, right? Um, I could think about myself wearing different clothes. I could see what does my face look like in a mirror, right? I can visualize all of that. Now, when you have the visions, the feelings, and that positive energy that goes along with those, those um, visions, what do you think is going to happen? Well, first of all, you do this over and over and over again. It's no longer a hope or a wish. It's a desire. And when you have a desire, an all-consuming desire, it's going to happen. Now, do I have a plan with that? No, I don't have a plan. But what I've done is I have downloaded the program for the goal that I want into my subconscious mind that says this is where we're headed, right? And so I will find myself over time making choices that are good that will help me release those 30 pounds. Does that make sense? So there's the only difference you have here... (laughs) is the change of your thinking. It's not the time that you're spending thinking about it because you're going to spend the same amount of time one way or the other, right? Think about that. You're going to spend the same amount of time whether you're you're um, talking about a hope or a wish or whether you're visualizing that desire. So if you're going to spend the same amount of time, wouldn't you like to choose the one that's actually going to get you to your goal? Yeah. So... There's a a reading that I had this morning. It's uh, the title is Slaves of Suggestion, and it's written by Emile Couillé, which he, again, is another old dead guy that I'm really kind of getting into lately. Um, So I'm just going to read this to you. He says, from our birth to our death, we are all the slaves of suggestion. Our destinies are decided by suggestion. It is an all-powerful tyrant of which, unless we take heed, we are the blind instruments. Now, it is in our power to turn the tables and to discipline suggestion and direct it in the way we ourselves wish. Then it becomes auto-suggestion. We have taken the reins into our own hands and have become masters of the most marvelous instrument conceivable. Nothing is impossible to us except, of course, that which is contrary to the laws of nature and the universe. Okay, so he's talking about how uh, you are driven by the suggestions, by either your suggestions or the ones from other people, and that you can actually have anything that you want as long as you have those suggestions that we say are downloaded. Okay. So my question to you is, do you want to be a slave to your former self-image? Um, and most likely that self-image was put there by other people, right? So we talk a lot about, um, you know, children in the, in the ages of uh, birth through age seven, they are in what's called theta brainwave. And so they're very susceptible to suggestion. It's kind of like a hypnotic state. Um, so they don't understand things like sarcasm. Everything is literal. Um, you can tell them basically, you know, uh, uh, I think, gosh, I can't remember who said it now. Um, uh, very famous religious guy. I'll throw that out there. Uh, But he basically said, give me a child until the age of seven and I will give you the man. 
And so he understood this process that up until the age of seven, you are literally molding that person because you are downloading all the programs that they're going to need for their whole life. Okay. So do you want to be driven by the programs that were downloaded into you before you were even consciously aware? Okay. So that's a self image put there by default, or do you want to build a new image, what you really want by your own design? I'm going to take a wild guess and say that if you're listening to this podcast, the second option is probably what you want, right? So you're going to spend time thinking about it either way, right? So let's just do it by design. Now, most people will not think about their life this way. Why? Honestly, because thinking is hard. Okay. It's hard because we've never really had to do it. And sometimes there's no tangible result. So if I sit and I think about my, my goals every day and I've got, um, I've got five like short-term goals, but I've got a few longer term goals and I, I spend maybe 15, 20 minutes every single day sitting and visualizing and feeling, um, during my visualization, some part of each one of those every single day that's weird, right? I mean, most people don't do that. And first of all, they don't do it because they don't know it. But secondly, they don't do it because when you do it the first time, it feels weird. Because anything you do the first time is weird. And, And then when you try to do it again, you're not seeing tangible results. But I'm telling you, this is how your life works out. Because I'm living things right now that I was uh, visualizing one and two years ago. So I know that this works. Okay. Doing is easy. (laughs) Many people complain about being busy and, and, and doing so many things, but in reality, that's the, the easy part. Thinking is hard. Okay. So you can have anything you want. You just have to be able to give up your former self image to work on creating a new one and to do it every single day. Okay. So uh, most people try to, who try to do this, they can't really sustain it, um, uh, this kind of thinking on their own. Okay. Again, you'll try it a couple times and it'll feel really weird. So um, you'll stop doing it. They need a, a group of people, somebody who can help them kind of stay in this vein of thinking. Okay. So if that's you and you already know that that's you, um, I would highly encourage you to sign up for our life on purpose program, because that's going to provide the community that for 90 days keeps you kind of in that vein of thinking in this way. Okay. And for those of you, um, who are interested in that program, I would highly suggest that you sign up this week. After the end of this week, we go back to the normal pricing on that program, which is $5.99. So you want to get in on the special pricing. And the the link for that is going to be put in the description. So just go back to that link, watch a little video. It'll tell you everything you need to know and get signed up this week. Okay. Now, for those of you who are already in the program, which I know many of you listen to the podcast, this is my encouragement to you to stick with that homework for this week. Okay. I told you we got a lot of homework for the first week because we're really trying to figure out what do you really want? Okay. So this podcast should be able to give you a little bit more information, um, kind of in that visualization area that we were talking about. Okay. So for those of you, um, who are, are still on the fence thinking about that, jump in, Um, For those of you who you're like, oh man, I just can't make it work this time. That's okay. Keep us in mind for next time. Uh, We're going to run that that again, um, probably in about six months or so. I'll relaunch it again. So 
Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, I hope this was helpful. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, I hope that this episode helps you get your day started off on the right foot. So feel free to reach out to us at any time. If you'd like, you can, of course, join us on social media. Many of you have already done that. Um, You can email me at Michelle, so M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E, Michelle at growby1.com. So that's G-R-O-W-B-Y and the number one dot com. Michelle at growby1.com. And for our latest online uh, courses, offerings, classes, um, and experiences, feel free to check out the description for this podcast episode and it will have everything there that you need. So with that, I thank you. I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.